Breezy. Mo's nose. Season three. Peachy. It's about that time. Everybody turn your TVs on. The Mo's nose. Peachy. Breezy. And fair to God. They keep it nitty gritty when they bring you nine to talk. We two gorilla silver back. Nah, silver. You know it's busting good discussion because we get it in. Every time you know we grinding. I was eight to ten. We always play to win. The faithful going hard. It's Wayne Breezy. Peachy. Mo's nose. And fear to God. Let's get it. Nitty green, it's the lightest tall. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty green, it's the lightest tall. We outline players up and show. Nitty green, it's the lightest tall. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty green, it's the lightest tall. Niners talk, nitty green, it's the lightest tall. Nitty green, it's the Niners talk, and we're back. What's going on, everybody out there? We got your boy Breezy Peachy Mo's nose in the building. Shout out to everybody out there. Today is officially tampering day, and it feels so good to be tampered with. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling really Gucci right now. Peachy, how you doing? I love being tampered with. <laughs> That's fantastic today. <laughs> pause. <laughs> I, don't think pause. I, don't, I don't think that deserves a pause. You don't, don't deserve a pause, but you're still a, a, a eyebrow raiser. <laughs> <laughs> I thought since I had been on here for a while that I would, um, you know, that I would just start off like that. So <laughs> hey, it's, it's tampering day. It's the official, like, legal tampering <laughs> period. That sounds weird saying tamp purring and stuff like that uh Mose, <laughs> how are you doing on this on this beautiful evening listen man I, I i'm just i'm just happy to be here praise god amen amen, amen. Praise and god. everybody out there listen we got to shout out the breezy's bunch man they out here they stayed they were in the show early jerome's in the house christy marie our brother troy what's going on family speaking of troy i'm hoping we get that safety from florida state dog i'm, I'm, I'm hoping we still <laughs> are able to draft that safety from Florida State. All right. Who else? Miss Debbie's in the building. Terrence, what's going on, family? The Breezy's Bunch is popping tonight, man. They they excited. I love I, it. I, love I, it. I think they're excited. <laughs> Raphael562 is in the building. Listen, uh, uh, Chrissy1687 is in the building. How you doing, Chrissy? How you doing? I haven't felt like I haven't talked to you in a minute. Listen, Chrissy already started the brief. Look, she's going to be on it. She's going to be something to win. So here they come. I knew that it was coming. I'll see Coach oh, Cruz. With yes. Yes. Now, guys, if you don't understand that, we talked about what that is. John Chapman explained why you want to hashtag the BB. Get your hashtag BBs on and we'll be giving something away very shortly. Yes. Maybe on the next episode. Mm -hmm. All right. So I tell you that right now. Now, mm -hmm. a lot of stuff is going down. Listen, if you're not a member of the Breezy's Bunch and you want to become a member of the Breezy's Bunch, kick, click join. It's right there in the corner. Yes. Left hand corner. How come YouTube didn't highlight the, the word join, but they highlighted analytics and edit video? I don't YouTube. understand that. Yeah. We got to fix that, YouTube. They need that's, to get their stuff together, right? Yeah. You, you yeah. dig? You heard, mm -hmm. you heard Peachy. Yeah. Get it together. Yes. Anyway, click yeah. that join button. There's a couple, three packages out there, man. Pick the one that suits you. If not, just like the, like the joint. And also hit the like, thumbs up button. All right. And don't forget to comment in the comment section right now at the end of the show. If you go back and rewatch it, leave a comment. We'll definitely pin and pin some of the good comments, highlight some of the good comments, all that type of stuff, man. We got a new Discord, which we can. <laughs> the di Yo, this Discord, I 
I miss the oh, I don't miss the old one because y'all mm-hmm. on Discord. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's like a never right. ending story. Right. And it's so much chatter going on. I mean, if you miss stuff, man, too bad. But the link is in the description of the show. So if you want to join the, the new Discord, is in the description of the show. All right. As far as formalities, that's it. Like, comment, subscribe. Bam. We done. Listen, I'm not gonna keep y'all too long, but we're gonna talk about the talk. That's going down for the San Francisco 49ers and across the NFL. The one of the gifts that we get from Moe's nose is that he covers the NFL just as well as Peachy. Peachy is an NFL news guru. Okay. And then Moe's is an NFL news analyst. Like he's he's there breaking the stuff down. So I'm glad to have both of you here. Fear couldn't be here on today. All right. But he will be here probably somewhere in the chat, or he may make a late appearance depending on how long the show goes. All right. But let's talk about the news for today. Let's start with the 49ers uh making a splash, not a splish, but a splash. And free agency. Now, I, I hate to be the one to say I told you so. <laughs> but I got to do it because I wouldn't be breezy. I told y'all motherfuckers that they was going to sign. If it wasn't Deron Payne, it was him. It was him. And everybody was trying to give me cheaper options. I was like, no. Because the number one, uh, I felt like the number one area they needed to address was the defensive front Mainly the anterior, because Mose and I at that game watch a big number 99 get his wig pushed back. Let's talk about the signing though. Javon Hargrave, four-year deal, $84 million, 40 million guaranteed. What are your thoughts, guys? Listen, if you don't tell him, oh, sorry, go ahead, Mose. If you don't tell him I told you so, I'ma tell him I told you so. Because as soon as I found out he was a free agent, I said, This is a guy that I want. Forget what the night. This is a guy who I want because this signing lets you know. I mean, if John and Kyle's tenure from when they got here didn't tell you where they're trying to attack and what they're always looking to make sure they have the, the best possible options, it's always in the trenches. And we saw last year, yes, we led the league in run defense, but we were not able to affect the passer up the middle. We lost that when we lost DJ Jones. We lost that when we traded DeForest Buckner. We needed to find somebody who can replenish that pass rush up the middle. And what Javon Hargrave does is not only will he help us stop the run and continue to be a dominant force in stopping the run, but he gives you that added benefit of being able to affect the passer from up the middle. The fastest point from A to B is a straight line, and Javon Hargrave can get to that quarterback in a straight line. I absolutely love the sign. Michi. Okay, so Mose broke it down for you, Mose Ways, because he's an analyst. And I just have a story. So Breezy did his Wayne Breezy show off the chain this morning, off the chain. It was really cool. So then, you know, as we do, we were trying to figure out, you know, like who the 49ers were going to get today, you know, like kind of, oh, you know, like I want Jesse Bates and Breezy's telling me, you know, well, you know, the 49ers are, um, we'll see what happens today and all this stuff. And I'm watching the NFL network. So I'm watching it and the, and they're talking about, you know, that Hargrave is the number one, you know, free agency on the market. And then all of a sudden he comes up on the screen, like his, his tweet comes up on Twitter with the eyes. <laughs> as soon as his, it comes up with the eyes, 
then Breezy just starts screaming in the phone. Like I can barely even no. whatever. I told you, I told you <laughs> what I say, what I say. Y'all go learn. Y'all go learn. I, I mean, just y'all go learn. learn. And 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 then my phone was just buzzing and going crazy. And then I saw, you know, whatever. But that was really insane. And then right after that, then he puts up a tweet and it has the devil emoji on it and everything like that. So I just thought that was awesome. I am very excited about Hargrave. My son, however, is not. Because as you know, he's a Philly fan. And the last place he wanted him to go to is the 49ers. I wonder, I wonder why. I, I, I wonder why. Can we can we call him up on the phone and ask him why? I'm just curious. Um, oh yeah. Let me let me tell you how excited I was. Peachy gave you the story. Um, she hit me with the eye emo, uh, the eye tweet, the emojis like Peachy. I think it's about to go down. And so, as soon as I said I think it's about to go down, I I, I seen the news and I was like. Yeah. I mean, I had to pull the car. I had to skirt skirt in the stop and shop parking lot. And I had to pull in and just stop the car. I was yelling and there's this dude with a dog and they stopped because they didn't know what the heck was going on. And I'm like, I'm looking at him like, I told you, I told you so. He like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yo, I was so excited because um, I've been I've been saying that the 49ers, you know, I miss we missed the Forrest Buckner and. I, I understood the experiment. I understood getting cheaper. I understood signing Eric Armstead because you were getting a dual threat. You were getting an edge and an interior guy, a bigger inside technique guy, but you were getting uh, a person that was a little bit more versatile. So I, I understood why to not pay. And then they decided to go a route where they drafted, uh, not his replacement, but they drafted a defensive tackle in Javon Kinlaw, number 99. And I understood it. But it didn't pan out for the 49ers. And I think the 49ers realized, listen, man, we've been makeshifting and piecing pieces together. And we've been trying to, you know, you can ask yourself, look, and, and I said this earlier, uh, maybe on nothing but Niners on the breaking news. I guarantee y'all, I promise y'all that Kyle Shanahan felt he could win that game with Josh Johnson. I swear, I know he felt that, but the defense just couldn't, it couldn't hold up. Remember, they gave up three touchdowns. They were all on the ground. And right at 99, too. It's, I, you, you, you hit the nail on the head, broski. And it just made sense that, you know, that's why our mock drafts were defensive tackle heavy, edge. And, and and stuff like that, because the defensive line, believe it or not, guys, that's what's going to solidify that championship. And every year you see it like get tired, get gassed out, like run out of gas. Like even in 2019, Nick Bosa's rookie year, what happened? Brain farts, running out of gas. Offense could put up points at some point. Like it, the defense just got overworked, got overtired. Losing Hassan Ridgeway. Going to the IR during the season, mainly toward the end of the season, was crucial for the 49ers run stuffing game, right? And then that means you had to use Ken Law, who wasn't healthy. You had to use Kevin Givens, who's not your run stuffing guy. He's more of a pass rushing type of uh, interior guy. And so you you just kind of like fell short. But I tell you right now, they went out and got probably one of the meanest motherfuckers on the planet to play at this position. 
He ain't got to be Aaron Donald. He got to be Javon mother freaking gold grave digging hard grave. I'm about to call him a gold digger. He need to be Javon the grave digging hard grave. And uh, I'm telling you, yo, this is a great signing for the 49ers. This is gonna. This is a great signing. Coach Cruz said he had 66 pressures all by himself. That might have been the total pressures of the interior defensive tackles for the San Francisco 49ers. It might even be more. If I'm not it, mistaken, it, close. I think that we had 80 something. Okay. If I'm not it was, mistaken, I think it, was, it not, might have been 77. Not including the edges, just talking interior. Oh, not oh, including okay. the edges, just okay, the interior. You. Oh, because oh. somebody right, somebody you. put a uh, somebody put a tweet out. I didn't. Yeah, somebody uh, put a tweet it, out. Yeah, but somebody put a tweet out of all of all of our interior pressures from mm-hmm. all of our interior guys, and it totaled up to like seventy-seven. Now, Coach okay. Cruz said he had sixty-six in that tweet. It said Hargrave had fifty-seven by himself. But even okay. if he if we go with the lower number, <laughs> our in our interior total had seventy-seven. <laughs> Him by himself had fifty-seven. Now someone That's said insane. we had what? We gotta find it. We gotta find it. Yeah. Because if he had fifty-nine and he had fifty-seven, you got dang right. John Lynch was on the phone. Oh yeah, you know that Lynch. Lynch was kind of this. Let me tell. Let me um, tell you guys something funny. Anyone who had any kind of questions about whether the 49er paid too much, because I because I saw it on there. Did we pay too much, Micah Parsons? <laughs> actually retweeted it he and sure was calling out our line. Like <laughs> Michael Parsons called out the line. He listen, sure did. Listen, Dallas Cowboy fans, I'm gonna need y'all to teach y'all, 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 y'all pass rusher how to spell. Mm-hmm. His name is Eric yes. Armstead. A-R-I-K. I just I just want to get that correct because you know wait, 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 wait. Wasn't there a game where Eric Armstead speared the life of a quarterback from the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, yes, speared the life. Yes, he, yes, he did. So he mm-hmm. owes us one. He owes us one. They I'm just saying. One. Just saying. Oh my so god. So yeah, I got I'm, the numbers up for Hargrave. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so and I'm pulling this from PFF. Uh, 33 solo tackles, 15 assists, one forced fumble. They have a, a stat here. He has 30 stops. 11 sacks, 40, 40 quarterback hurries, Jeez. six quarterback hits, 57 total pressures. Jeez. You got a monster up front. You got a monster up front because you lose and win games in the trenches. We talked about this. 49er media, shout out to our little brother over there. He says in 2022, the 49ers interior defensive line generated 94 pressures, seven sacks between eight players. Uh, Javon Hargrave had 66 pressures and 12 sacks by himself for the Eagles. This was from Akash from Niner Nation. Yeah, numbers, I just those numbers are a little understand. bit skewed, but yeah. I just, the, I just the point people- is still the same. Right. And I, I want people to understand the magnitude of a player because people are going to look at this number and be like four year, 84 million. So first of all, it's worth up to that. So that means there's probably some type of incentive base. And, you know, it's a 40 million at the guaranteed. I mean, we could do that. And that's probably spread over the four years. So that's 10 million a year signing bonus. Right. Which doesn't affect the cap. The question is, how much is of this will affect the cap this year? And that's the that's the crazy part. 
like it's probably enough next to nothing. Right. And uh, not to mention that he took less because the Browns offered him more. I didn't know that. Peachy. Do you really? Have Do you mm-hmm. have that information or you just know you just have that? It was oh, on, um, it was actually a tweet that came out by the, um, I don't know if it's Rappaport or Schefter brought it out that he, that the two teams that had offered him the most money were between the Browns and the 49ers and the Browns had offered him more than the 49ers and he turned down the Browns to take less to come and play with the 49ers because he liked what we had on the defense better than he liked what Cleveland had. And the heaven peach, he wants to play for the Browns. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if they pay me, I'll play for the Browns, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think, I mean, isn't that where careers go to kind of like go to the graveyard? I mean, he's a he's a grave digger. I don't think he wants to go to the graveyard. <laughs> and he's a former Steeler. He's a so former Steeler. So he doesn't want to go back to that division. That division. You got to play in that the cold sense. in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yes, you yes. got to play in the cold in Cincinnati. You got to play in the cold in Cleveland. Let's talk about the cold because guess where we're playing this year? Pittsburgh. Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> And it's true. We can't, uh, make it up. Yeah, we can't make it up. I tell you right now, though, week one, if it's in Philly, which is we're playing in Philly, I just don't know if it's week one. That game gonna be lit. I bet you that they're gonna put it week one. I bet you anything it, now, it's gonna be week gonna be one. Crazy. They gotta put it week one. They gotta put it week one. I like that. Um, Uncle Salty, this is dope, Peachy. This is a show for you. Oh, facts. This is a show for you, the 411. You just give your quick take on it, boom, 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 you get out. You know what I mean? Okay. That's something you could do right there. I like on your that. Supplement. I finna yeah. put it in my Patreon. notes. Yeah. Shout out to Uncle Salty, man. I like that. I'm All right. Around. So uh, I love Coach Cruz. Coach Cruz says, Breezy, Thank this you, solidifies like that some of the restructures have already happened. Yes, it does. And I'm waiting for them to, uh, we'll, we'll talk about some restructures on the show. I'm waiting for them to release the restructures because. When I look at the players that I see getting restructured, I feel like it starts with Christian McCaffrey because at the end of the day, he was going to be playing this year with no guaranteed money. And I just don't think his agent would have allowed them to play uh, with no guarantee money. What are your What are your thoughts on that, guys? I mean, it, it makes sense. If he doesn't have guaranteed money in his contract um, and we can, you know, put his mind at ease and say, look, you know, you're in our future plans. Everything that you did for us last season is exactly what we expected. Now we want to take it to the next level. Um, So for you coming in here, playing the way you played, uh, you know, remaining healthy, you know, taking us all the way to the NFC championship game, still willing to fight, still willing to be our emergency quarterback. When Josh Johnson went down, like we want to reward you for coming in here and doing everything, um, that you said you were going to do. You hold, you held up your end of the bargain. We're going to hold up our end. We'll give you some guaranteed money. Um, and, you know, on, on the back end, that also gives us a little bit of uh, cat flexibility. So, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. So so uh, the Browns were prepared per Mary Kay Cabot to give him $20 million a year. Man, sometimes, man, it ain't good <laughs> to sell your soul to the devil, man. <laughs> so, right. You know, you know. No weapon formed against me, man. Like he he, he wasn't right. going here. It didn't make sense. It, it 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 didn't make sense. It didn't make much sense. Um Symmetry says he doesn't see uh CMC's deal giving us much space. So he would still cost us 12 million on the cap. He would he would cost us 12 million this year on the cap. So that's 12 million. So if you could restructure him to maybe like 
make converting converting that into a signing bonus signing bonus it saves a lot of money on the cap Mm -hmm. even if you save eight to ten million that's a lot of money that's That's a a nice chunk of change that's a salary that's that's javon hargrave (laughs) like you know what i mean so uh, that's how i'm looking at his restructure but yeah i think uh to answer coach cruz's question those restructures are and we're just waiting for them to be released which they probably won't be released until wednesday because they don't have to be right right that's that's when they have to be released i know we're hearing other teams talk about restructures and getting under the cap and all that type of stuff nah 49ers feel like they're good where they need to be uh, and so I don't feel like they're going to release any of that information, but you will see how they were able to sign some of these free agents. Let's talk about the other defensive uh, interior free agent. He was a restricted free agent for the San Francisco 49ers, and they decided to say, hey, man, we're going to bring you back on a one year deal. Let's talk about Kevin Gibbons on his one year deal. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. What are your thoughts, Peachy? You go first. Mose, you got it. You, you cap it off. I'll be nice and short. I love it. Um, Givens, to me, is just great on this 49er team. One, you can depend on him. He's going to be out there. And um, even, like, no matter where he has to play as a depth piece or whatever it is, like, he's just a great addition for this defense. I'm I'm so glad he's back. He's always impactful when he's out there. He is an impactful player. Mm -hmm. I like that you use that word, Peachy. Um, Again, he's one of those kind of like tweener type of defensive interior tackles, man. He's 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 more quick uh, and and he can get to the passer. But when you're asking him to be in there to beef up the middle, to play that three technique, to kind of play a little bit of the one to kind of just be a run stuffing defensive tackle. It's not him. And hence, that's why we still, you know, we have Javon Kinlaw and and things like that. Um, he's not your he's not your three down guy, you know, but he he'll come in and he'll he'll play like he'll, he'll play at a high impact when he's healthy. Uh, we're gonna get Kevin giving stats up here, Mose. Let me know when you're ready to go on that, and then you can cap off your thoughts. But here's the deal: two point one million dollars. This is the kicker, y'all. It's two million guaranteed. Now, I will say this. Expect the 49ers to sign other interior tackles. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring Maurice Hurst back. You already saw that Hassan Ridgeway went to Houston. Okay, so Hassan Ridgeway is now on Houston, free agent uh, that the 49ers signed last year from the Eagles, ended up getting hurt toward the end of the year. They got Kalia Davis. There's a possibility that they don't mind guaranteeing that $2 million if he doesn't step up or outwork somebody. They don't mind letting him go. I guarantee you, they'll give him his two million. They did the same thing with Nate Sudfield last year. That's why I brought that up. Mose, do you have the stats available? Yeah. So, uh, twenty combined tackles, eleven solo, nine assistants, seven tackles for a loss, uh, three quarterback hits, and two sacks. He also had one pass defense. Um, and this and this year, because we needed him to step in more duty. So, uh, in twenty twenty, he played thirteen games, only started one. In 2021, he played 13 games, didn't start any. And last year, he uh, played in 13 games and started 11. Um, So that should tell you that his workload had to increase uh, because of the injuries that we had on the interior. Um, While he had his best year statistically, um, I think what will benefit Kevin Givens right now, because we haven't seen a leap in that production, we haven't seen him go from backup production to starter quality production. Um, I think the signing of Javon Hargrave only helps him continue to develop more. And then when we need, you know, that fresh body to come in, uh, you know, on, on 
especially passing downs, third and long passing situations. If we want to kick Armstead out and bring Kevin Givens in um, and put him next to Hargrave in the middle, I think he'll be, you know, that much more fresh uh, when he comes into the game because he can kind of go back to, you know, that third defensive tackle in a rotation role. So, um, you know, look to see Kevin Givens continue to do Kevin Given like things. I agree, man. And and it's it's cool, right? Because the Niners are bringing back a guy familiar with the system. Chris Kosarek apparently loves this kid. Uh, again, you, you, you're getting high production for the time that he's playing. I think that's what's most important. Hence why I wanted to bring back Charles Amenahue, but if he kind of like priced him out of the 49ers market, I could see why they probably will move on. If you checked out Ch- Charles Amenahue, it looks like he was saying his goodbyes. Um, Aziz Al-Shayer uh, looks like he's saying his goodbyes it's unfortunate that these players are going to be moving on to different teams i haven't heard much from samson ebucom uh-uh. other than the fact that he's out there working out I'm, I'm curious to see what the market is going to be because i know leonard floyd's probably going to get paid i know there, there are some edge rushers out there that's going to get some guap but dupree is going to get paid and here's the kicker of, of our edge rushers because i was sitting here looking at them i'm like oh my gosh all these dudes it's like 30 beans like 30 years old like they old like you know what i'm saying it's not old but they're, they're older edge rushers so you're not going to get like any type of like premier edge rusher and if you were going to get someone in their prime 25 26 years old you're playing premium price and the 49ers already spent their premium on an older defensive interior tackle which i feel like that's what they want somebody they don't got to come in here and train somebody that they can count on they understand the system they did the same thing with trent williams they brought in the veteran it was like yo not only are you good like we don't got to develop you. You're developed. So come in here, Trent, do your thing. I think they're going to, that's who Javon Hargrave is going to be for the 49ers on the defensive side. Uh, so he can help school some of these young boys. I'm going to get these edge rushers up here because I want to, I want to, uh, let me just update this. So some of the edge rushers that went, okay. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Uh, Agbanaya Okonraku. Is that how you say his name? Most. You know, Okunranku. Okunranku. He got signed uh, to Cleveland. Okay. So he's going to be on the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I believe he got a three-year deal. Uh, looks like it's for $19 million. All right. So that's that's he's gone. He's off the lift. Chase Winovich, uh, kid from uh, – he was drafted by New England. Uh, then he must have went to Cleveland. He's almost 28. And he's going to be going to Houston. Yo, Houston is stacking. On some yeah. really solid players, solid yeah. players. The Duke Riley uh, uh, resigned, I guess, with Miami, a two-year deal with Miami, uh, yeah. waiting on the the thing. So here are the here are the edge rushers that are still out there: Bud Dupree, Leonard Floyd, Frank Clark, Robert Quinn, Yannick Ngaku, uh, Jadavian Clowney, uh, Matthew Ioannidis, Ashawn Robinson. Wait a minute, where's my guy? Who? Maybe I got to keep scrolling. Oh, he's still down there. Okay, he's still down there. Yeah, he's still there. Marcus Golden is another option. Uh, Cleveland Farrell, Akeem Hicks, uh, again, an older guy. If you wanted to go younger, Cleveland Farrell uh, might be an option for the 49ers if they wanted to go younger. Uh, Arden Key should be on that list too. Who? Arden Key. Arden Key is still on this list. I don't see. Let's see. I keep scrolling down. There are a lot of edge rushers, yo. Golly. 
So there's plenty of edge rushers. There's a pool of edge rushers. Carl Nassib is up here. Shaq Lawson from Buffalo is up here. There's a bunch of edge rushers that the 49ers can probably get if they wanted to stick with that younger, you know, the younger route. You know who's up here the 49ers may bring back? Never mind. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> it's not Arden Key, though. I'll leave it at that. Dante Fowler Jr. is up here. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's some guys. There's Arden Key's name. So there's a bunch of kids up here, man. I, I would, saw I, something about Fowler. Hold on a second. I would. I wouldn't be mad if we brought in Calias Campbell for one year. I think Ooh. Baltimore's going to bring him back, though. No, they let him go. Yeah, but they brought out a heartfelt message and was like, "This is the unfortunate side of the business, and we we are not ruling out the possibility of bringing him back." Look at you playing to the semantics. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> That's the Ravens, bro. Um, Dallas is um, in the process of trying to get a deal done with Fowler. With Dante right, Fowler. Right now. Okay. Yeah. I personally... Did you ha- did you mention Zach Allen? I don't think we can afford Zach Allen. <laughs> 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 Yo, I, I think he's going to... Pr- he's, he's 25 and he's going to... He's, he's, he's going to be top money because he's in his prime. So he's gonna he's gonna de- he's gonna demand the years and the bread, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be mad if we brought in a Marcus Davenport though. That was the guy that I was high on from the jump. Mose, I know you asked for Jadavian Clowney, uh, Peachy. I can't remember. I don't know if you were on that episode where we was like mm-hmm. if we could pick an edge rusher. But Peachy, if you if, if there was an edge rusher that you would like, I mean, who who do you have your eyes set on for the Forty Niners? Hmm. Or do they bring back Samson Ebukam? What are your thoughts? I kind of wish they'd bring back Ebicon, but it, that seems to be very unpopular. So I'm just, you know. <laughs> how about how about Peachy? They bring back Kerry Hyder. Oh, I see. Um, I'm I'm good with a, that. Yeah. yeah, get him on a cheaper deal. Yes. Right? Didn't what do you mm-hmm. what do you have last year? Four sacks, if that. Get him on a cheaper deal. He could play inside and out. He's about he's mm-hmm. almost 32 years old. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring back Kerry Hyder. Expect the 49ers to start signing. Resigning some of the their uh, unrestricted free agents, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of like what I'm thinking the 49ers are going to do. Uncle Salty likes Jordan Willis. That's another kid that they might bring back. Oh, I, I like him too. So didn't really perform yeah. well last year. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, I know, but uber weird. Look it at, is. Look at George. <laughs> See, George ain't George ain't. How you know I was talking about this guy? With George? <laughs> I'm not saying his name, George. Because. <laughs> I'm just not gonna do it. Not on not on this show. You really think they would do that though? Hell no. No. He is a Stanford guy though. No. But do you think do you think Hell he would no. want to come back? No. Nah, he shouldn't want to come back. No, he, he wouldn't want to do that. They they gave up on that kid, like you know. <laughs> he was like, oh, you not gonna work. No. Yeah. This, since mm-hmm. since we're talking about uh he might wind up in Houston. <laughs> Ain't gonna be here though. I don't, I don't even think because he wasn't. I don't think D'Amico coached him. It would have been Salah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was Salah. He didn't make it with Robert Salah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 You're right about that. Let's talk about this. I mean, he didn't he didn't get re-signed with the Jets either. No. All right. So there's (laughs) a rumor going around. So here it is. Javon Kinlaw's on the trade block. All right. Now I, I don't know how how true this is, and it's probably true. Uh, because you saw what they're doing with the defensive room. They brought back, let me just remain the defensive tackles. You have uh, Javon Hargrave, you have Eric Armstead. That's your one and two, right? 
Uh, Ken Law still on the roster, so we'll mention him. You just re-signed Kevin Givens, and you got Kalia Davis. Am I missing anybody? Uh, let me pull it up, but I don't think you are. I don't think I am either. Uh, and is, is that five or six? Because I, uh, I clearly can't add. Five. <laughs> okay, so that's five. So now, here's the thing. Do you agree with oh, this? Thing? we do have six, though. Oh, um, um, don't tell me his name. Give me the initials, and I'll tell you. Alex Barrett, right? Nope. Oh, he's an end. Who's the other guy? T.Y. McGill. I thought he was a free agent. Is he? Yeah, he's a free agent. Okay. I would so, like yeah, to. Right. I'm telling you, they're going to bring... They're gonna bring back one of them cats, man. Cause Rick, cause Ridgeway just got signed by Houston, so he got signed by Houston. Let me ask you guys this question before we get into the Javon Kinlaw talk. Um, do you think, and just yes or no, that the 49ers are drafting a defensive tackle in this draft? I think it's possible. It's I do now, right? Because I mean, <laughs> if we look at what our team carried last year. Mm-hmm. We had six or seven of these guys. Mm-hmm. I, so the funny thing is, if we didn't sign Hargrave, I guarantee y'all, y'all, y'all would have said yes. I'm still saying yes because I think if with Hargrave and if Ty McGill's a free agent, uh, Kalia Davis is still coming off of the ACL, so we don't know if he's 100, percent if he's 80, percent 90, percent. But that leaves five. I think we want to carry at at minimum six, maybe seven, but at least six. So if we have five, that means we got to add one more to the room. And if it's not a veteran defensive tackle, then we 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 snap somebody in the draft. And PG, I think you said yes as well. There's mm-hmm. there's several defensive tackles in this draft that we could get, whether it's early in the third round, fifth round, sixth round, seventh round. Kid Dante Stills out of West Virginia, somebody you should look into. Uh, Mose, I would love to get your breakdown on that kid, but that could be a, a, a late round draft pick that they can look into bring in here. Uh, and then if I got to go higher up, uh, Zach Pickens from South Carolina, that's a guy that they're really high on. Um, and so he still could possibly come in here and be that in between, you know, that one, that three tech. He's not going to give you outside pressure, but he can line up near that nose tackle. He can line up in those gaps. Um, and so that, that I, I still, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm agree with you guys. I think that they do still draft an interior, but Javon Kinlaw makes it interesting because right now, apparently that he's on the trade block. Is Dwarm Four still on this roster? I I thought he was a free agent too. Some guys' contracts expire. So sometimes I don't see them on the roster. Yeah, Dwarm Four is not listed in the 49ers departures. Correct. So Ebukam, Hyder, he, Willis, Amenahu, Hurst, McGill, Ridgeway are all listed. Didn't Dwarm Four get sent back down to the practice squad? So the practice squad guys aren't going to necessarily. Yeah, they aren't going to show up. Going to show up. Did he get a futures deal? That would be the question. If we could look up to see who got the futures deal. Now, the 49ers did bring in um, Marcelino McCreary Ball. They did sign him off the practice squad to the active roster. So he's actually got a one-year deal pending, uh, waiting on him. Let's talk about Javon Kinlaw on this trade block, though. Because is is there enough room to have Kinlaw to keep Kinlaw on this roster? 
what is his what's what's his uh, contract going to be? If they cut him, if they if they were to cut Javon Kinlaw, it would be after June first. If they trade Javon Kinlaw, they're trying to do that. What do you think? I mean, let me ask this question. Let's say Javon Kinlaw is traded. He's on the books right now for about four point nine million dollars. Okay, <clears throat> uh, that's what his salary is this year. <clears throat> it's a cap hit of four, almost five million. They're not going to fr- uh, fifth year option him, right? <clears throat> if they trade Javon Kinlaw, what are you looking for in return? I mean, we're not going to get what we paid. So, I mean, either way, guys, either way, we're in the red. (laughs) Um, And I I don't think we're getting a second round pick. You're not getting a second round pick, guys. It's going to it's going to start with a third and it's going to start late third. So it may even start after where we're like we pick 99, (laughs) 101, 102. It may start after that. So it may be a, a a team's comp pick, a, a pick, an extra pick that they got that okay. they don't care about. They're not going to miss if they give up a comp pick for a defensive tackle that they feel can come in um, and give them, you know, the size that they're lacking in the middle. So I think it starts at a third round comp and, and, and goes lower from there. So if a team is willing to give us a third round comp, I think we take it and uh, we don't get greedy with it. Peachy, what are your thoughts? Uh, what what would you be looking for in return for Ken Law? I would be looking for like it would have to probably start at like a third. I, I I'm not even sure that a team would give us a third though. I'm really not. Um, what do you think your team was going to give us for Javon Ken Law? I think that I think that we could get a fourth rounder for him. Um, maybe. If we got a lesser draft pick for him, we might be able to get a player, might be able to squeeze a player. Mm. Like if we got like a, you know, like a sixth or a seventh rounder, then we might be able to get a player from the team, you know, some to like shore up some depth, you know, some, some place where we might be, you know, kind of like on the depth a little bit, like a depth okay. piece or something like that. All right. I, I could dig I, I think it's one or the other. Um, I don't yeah. think his value is worth a player and a pick. Uh, if if that was the case, let's say we wanted a player, uh, we would probably have to give up something to get the oh, player yeah. to come That's back, true. right? That's a good point. Depending on who that player is, I I personally think it, it's it's going to start at a fifth. So I don't even think third is going to negate anything. His production is just hasn't done anything, and the only thing you're gonna you're, the only thing you're banking on is him being a first round pick. And if he's been unable to see the field for the majority of his four years, yeah. I, it's going to be really hard to sell him. So I, I think, I think, okay, thank you. I think, I think the 49ers will take whatever they can get for Javon Kinlaw. And if a team came up the, with a seventh this year, they'll take a, they'll have five sevenths. If the team came up with something a little bit higher, I think they would take it because you want to move on from the contract, especially if you don't feel like or believe he's going to see the field because you just brought in Hargrave. That means Javon Kinlaw is going to play on situational downs, which is something we said we wanted, but we didn't know the type of caliber of interior tackle we were going to get. And so now that you know you got a three down guy, I I just don't know if they want to keep Kinlaw. Now they can cut him. And I think it'll cost the team what a couple of million dollars after June first. They'll eat two million and pay two million, right? That's it's a possibility. 
Let's see if he gets traded. Uh, if he doesn't get traded, uh, maybe he maybe he's healthy and he comes in and competes for a role. But he has lost his starting job in San Francisco. I think we all can agree to that, right? Oh, yeah. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. All right. Let's cap this off with the final free agent signing of the day. OK. And I guarantee you we'll be here for 95 minutes talking about this free agent signing. <laughs> All right, so the 49ers plan to sign quarterback Sam Darnold to a one-year deal. Uh, I'm not sure if the figures are out, have been released yet on the one-year deal, but we will be looking diligently to find those, to talk about them here on the show. Uh, Sam Darnold, uh, Mose, if you can, if you get his stats up, we got to talk about this kid. Are you guys surprised that Sam Darnold is the backup quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers? I am. Nope. Okay, so I good, and I, I like this course. So Peachy said she's surprised. So Peachy, you take the floor first. Okay, the reason why that I'm surprised that it's Sam Darnold is because I honestly felt like as a, a quarterback that you're bringing in, the way that the 49ers made it sound is that they were trying to get a more of a veteran veteran quarterback, mm-hmm. um, a little bit more like as far as had have played, you know, um, like had more experience that could teach, you know, our younger quarterbacks, you know, something I'm huge on mentorship and everything like that. So I was expecting um, somebody else on that front. That's just how I I look at it. So that's the way that, you know, Lynch made it sound, you know, that's what they were trying to look at. That's what I thought that they were. So I didn't know that. I mean, they're all young. So I just, you know, thought that it would have been somebody who may have been a little bit older. All right. So you 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 were under the impression yes. that the 49ers were going for the veteran. Yes. But not the uh the new age type of a veteran. Right. Like, oh, they've been in the league for three or four years. That's exactly. a exactly. No, I, right. I get where you're going. So you yeah. were looking more the if Matt Ryan, who hasn't been released yet that type of realm or the Andy Dalton or the, if Jameis Winston gets released or Marcus Marietta, those would be like seven to eight year and right. type of exactly. Got yeah. you. Mose, yeah. you said that you're not surprised and talk to me, bro. Here's what, here's where I'm not surprised. So I do have his stats. Uh, he only completed 58.6% of his passes last year. Um, he did not, you know, play the entire season. Um, he threw for 1,143 yards, uh, seven touchdowns to only three interceptions. And he had a quarterback rating, though, of 92.6. Because them seven touchdowns to three interceptions. That's Correct. Why. So mm-hmm. here's why I'm not surprised. One is Sam Darnold. We know that he's from the California area. He played his collegiate ball USC. at USC. So now he's coming back home. Um, two. He hasn't played in a system like ours with the weapons like ours. You could say maybe the closest thing was, you know, in Carolina, they had DJ Moore. They had Robbie Anderson. They had uh, before they traded him CMC before they traded him. But their offensive line wasn't like our offensive line. Their defense wasn't as as good as our defense. Um, and their coach calling plays wasn't as good as our coach. So he's never been in a system like ours. I think 
Um, I, I I do disagree with Peachy's point in the sense that um, I think they tried the mentor leadership aspect from the quarterback position, and it really didn't work. It 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 didn't have any benefit. So now we got three young guns because Sam Darnold's still only twenty five years old. All the motivation that they need is the competition is there. If you come in, learn the playbook, show command of the offense, and basically, for lack of a better word, do what Kyle tells you to do, mm-hmm. you have an opportunity to win this starting job. So if Brock Purdy isn't available to go week one because he's still rehabbing, still getting you know back into the motion of throwing, then we're left with Trey and Sam Darnold. If I'm Sam Darnold, with all the talent that I have, Highly touted quarterback coming out of USC, drafted in the top five of the NFL draft. I didn't go to a favorable situation, but I have all the the tools and skills. I know I can play this position. Now you get me to a team like this with a coach like this and an offense and a defense like this. I know I can do some things that are really special. And this is no shot at Trey Lance. But if I'm Sam Darnold, I'm saying – if they don't know what this kid can do and they don't know if Purdy's going to be ready, what's stopping me from going and winning this job, even if it's for a couple of weeks? And who knows if he does win this job and beats out Trey and gets hot, maybe Kyle stays with the hot hand even when Purdy is healthy because he's playing so well. Because we know, according to Kyle, that's what he will do. He will go with whoever the hot hand is. So Sam Darnold has as good of an opportunity to come in and win this starting job. And on the 49ers end, if there is uncertainty with what Trey Lance is doing, if there's uncertainty with Brock Purdy and the health of his elbow with the, the repair, which is, you know, the repair and the brace added, if there's uncertainty around that, why not give Sam Darnold a one-year deal? He's 25 years old. If he plays lights out because he's finally in a situation where he has the team around him and the coach to call the plays to where he can finally fulfill and reach his potential, then we sign him to another short-term deal that doesn't cost a lot of money. We don't have to break the bank. We don't have to give him 50, 60 million a year, but we can give him a three-year deal. He's 26, three-year deal. By the end of that, he'll be 29. And then we can reevaluate it at the end of that. So I think it it works. For both sides, I think the 49ers, as we've seen them do, are giving themselves so many different options that they're comfortable with this. saying we can win with Trey. We can win with Purdy. And you know what? We still feel we can win with Sam Darnold. And whichever one pops and whichever one is the most advantageous, that's what they're going to go with. I like it. I, I like the theory, though. I, I like I like where you're coming from. I like where Peachy was coming from. I can I can I can see where Peachy's coming from for the stint that if you're go, if, if if God forbid something happened to your quarterbacks, you want the person that you know that has played a substantial amount of football that could come in and handle pressure and situate. Josh Johnson wasn't in. I don't give a fuck how long he's been in the league. He just ain't never seen pressure in his life. He probably can't even burst pipes. You bring in a veteran guy 
let's say you bring in, let's say, uh, and let's say it's Andy Dawn because he's a free agent. I don't want to say Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's not a free. Andy Dawn is a free. That's agent. actually that's actually a a good. Uh, I, I, yeah. I that's why I understand Peachy sense because in the end it's like damn if I lose Brock if I lose Trey I I know Andy can win me two or three games keep this team going and he's seen a lot of stuff he may have never won a championship he may have never won any of that type of stuff not have any of our other quarterbacks by the way I'm just saying you go with that veteran to you trust that veteran you mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo being a veteran and I know he was a veteran by years in the league, but the motherfucker ain't played much football either. Right. Because his most of the time he played football was with San Francisco. He ain't played shit in New England. He was trash in New England from the begin with, but he was able to win a game. Then he got hurt. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if we can call him a football veteran other than the fact that he was tenured in the league, which is kind of like what Sam Donald is because he was freaking trash. So I, I, I don't want to say that Jimmy was a vet, even though by years he was a vet, but he was still trying to be a starting quarterback, which caused a mother freaking problem, most. It caused the problem. It caused the ripple. He still wanted to be the guy. You just brought in a 25-year-old quarterback, right. former third-round pick. We want to talk about quarterback controversy? What the freak are we doing? Thank like, you. We, we already was dealing with Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Now you're bringing in Sam Darnold, former third-round pick, 2018 draft, went to the Jets, didn't get right, couldn't get right, went to the they traded him. Carolina had to pay him his 20 plus million fifth year option. We went four and two when he played. Went four and two. All right. There's a little bright side there. Like what Mose was saying. Maybe get him in the right system. Maybe give him a little Brian Greasy. But now you just, you just, you just, you just, you, you, you gave me more competition. But at the end of the day, if I'm Sam Darnold, I'm the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. But, but, but here's the thing. If you talk to John and Kyle, uh-huh. it, it, it's unfortunate for the other players on the roster. And, but if you talk to John and Kyle, they don't give a damn think. about none of that because they, 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 they want they want everybody to have that mentality. And so, I, if, so if Sam Darnold can come in here and say, you know what? Brock may not be ready. And they're not confident about this young fella. All I got to do That's cool. is learn this playbook. Mm-hmm. And when we in training camp and we when we in OTAs and all of this other stuff, I just got to outshine that kid. I, I, I'm, I, I understand you're giving me their perspective, but I'm trying to give you a perspective on where it can backfire and cause more shit. Like, so, so you bring in him like, so here's my thing. I don't see Trey Lance on this team. And it sucks that I'm saying that I don't see Trey Lance on this team. <laughs> And, and, and it's not Trey Lance's fault. It's just the simple fact, the way the cards was dealt. Yo, we drafted you. We traded up for you. And we were going to be all in on you. We gave you the opportunity. You ended up getting injured. Brock Purdy came in and he just wooed us. That's not Lance's fault that he got they got wooed by another quarterback. It happens. It's real life. But you bring in Sam and it's like if Sam woos you, and Trey is doing what you said. He he's, he isn't developing as quickly. To, and, and and if some if I'm the 49ers, I'm probably going to try to get him to a team where he can go and compete. That's what the 49ers do too. 
And I know you say no because of the contract situation, blah, 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 blah. But if a team's offering me a first-round pick and I could get back into this draft for a first-round pick, if there's a player, you, what didn't we address in free agency yet? Offensive line. Talk about, do you understand where I'm going with this? It's a possibility. I, 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 listen, I don't think it's going to happen. It's just it's, a possibility. It, it is a possibility. And, and people get mad when Breezy start talking about possibilities. I but I have to stress this, that like we have to talk about the possibilities yeah. because anything can happen. Right. But to to piggyback off of your point a little bit. We are we, we was already in some shit like when we couldn't move Jimmy and we I'm brought Jimmy back. Shit, we know that was a hellfire. We know that was a hellfire. Like it was team I, Jimmy versus team Trey. Team- and, it's and about then to be he goes down, team now. and then Brock comes in, and Brock wins six straight, and then more straight, and takes us to the NFC Championship game. And the only reason why we don't win or are not competitive is because of an injury to his elbow where he couldn't throw the ball. And now it's everybody who was Team Jimmy mm-hmm. is now Team Brock, and it's Team Brock versus Team, team Donald. You know what I'm saying? So. We were already in that back and forth, you know, hellfire that the fan base put each other in. Uh And we still made it to the NFC Championship game. We made it to the NFC Championship. So all the players want to win, bro. And and all they want to do is win. And if Sam Darnold mm -hmm. can win better than Trey Lance, Uh it sucks for Trey. But but how can we say? Like you said, it's it's. The way that it happened is out of his control. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, if I if I can play devil's advocate, and I have to, as of right now, mm-hmm. it is in Trey's control. It's all it's in his. He has full control over the situation. It, full control right now. So in the same way that Sam Darnold is like, they don't trust him. I have a shot. Trey can say, bro, you was a number three overall pick and you on you on your third team. I'm still with the team that drafted me and have a shot at getting this. I'm not letting you, who everybody in, in their mama who's not a USC fan is calling you a bust. I'm not letting you come in here and take my job. That is fully in his control right now. I, I totally agree with that. Um, and this is like, I, I don't know why y'all get so upset when I bring this shit up. And then if it happened, y'all going to be like, damn. I, Breezy I'm, was right. I don't. I don't want this it is, to happen. This is why I'm a a part of the Breezy's bunch. <laughs> but this is. But listen, I don't want it to happen. I don't want to trade Ayuk. I don't want to trade this. But I'm starting to look at football with a different lens, and it's called business. And it's unfortunate to. that business has to happen. You, you just to. saw the Baltimore Ravens move on Cut from Calais Campbell. Campbell, and I know he's older, but they put out a super sweet message. Yes. <laughs> A long so, one too. So there's a possibility. <laughs> William Roberts makes a dope ass point, and we're gonna put if in there because if if it's traded, let me let me look up this because people keep saying it's a big cap hit for Trey Lance. I'm looking at nine million. Oh, the dead cap. I I see where you guys are going. Ken, Ken Law, no matter what, whether we cut him before June first or after June first, it's still the same. It's still the same. Four million. Dead cat. If, if if Trey if Trey is traded, it's you have the best belief that it's going to. If if Trey is traded, it's going to be and beneficial for both the Niners on their return and for Trey Lance. And William Roberts brought up a dope point. If Trey is traded, he goes to Minnesota. Peachy earlier talked about this is 
what you call it, last year, and they're not extending Kirk Cousins. Not yet. They mm. haven't even brought it up. <laughs> and so, with that being said, Trey is from that area. He goes back home. Mm-hmm. He gets a fair shot to compete. Even if he doesn't play, he'll be the backup. He'll beat out that backup. And then it might be his team. Then Trey's going to be throwing a motherfucking... Uh, never crazy. mind. He's so not if, getting traded. He's if, not getting traded. No, if if we trade him, we would have to wait until post June first. June first, correct. Because there would still be a five point five million dead cap hit. That's it. But we would save. We would be a, a cap savings of three point seven million. So we'll save three. We'll save almost four million. But they can't trade him post June first because that's after the draft. Right, it would be after the draft, so and we would that. just we would be getting a uh, we would be getting a draft pick for twenty twenty four. If we trade him before June first, it's uh, eleven million dollars in dead money and negative one point seven in cap savings. Yeah, so there is no cap no savings. Saving. Yeah, there's no savings. Listen, guys, I don't want Trey Lance traded, but it seems like, and I and I want. I don't want most I don't want you to think that I don't want the quarterback room to be competitive. I thought it would have been competitive even if you brought in a veteran like Peachy said because now you're getting a a a, a guy that could come in here and potentially has seen things and done things. Jimmy hasn't hadn't seen shit. That that's why I don't like using him as that prime example of a That's veteran. why that didn't work most because but, it's not no, that's I, not what I'm talking about. No, I feel you, but I think Yeah. Any other vet, any other veteran quarterback that you bring in, while yes, in theory it's competition, the the psychological aspect of it. If you bring in a, a Andy Dalton, a Matt Ryan, um, what's homie from the Cowboys? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, um, Cooper Rush. Yeah, you bring in any one of them guys. To me, and this is just me, but if I'm Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, you bring in one of them guys, it's like ah. Uh, I see what you're doing, but I'm not scared of them. And it's crazy to think that we would be saying somebody is scared of Sam Darnold, but somebody with his skill set and his traits, and just it's just been unfortunate. We talk about Trey, maybe not had it, not the cards not falling in his favor. With Sam Darnold, you get drafted to the Jets. They had no weapons, no offensive line, no defense. They were rebuilding, and they never started building. They drafted Sam Darnold, and it went nowhere. Then you trade him to the Panthers. They have a few pieces, but Matt Rule is not an NFL head coach. That's why he was out of here, and now he's back in college. So now you give Sam Darnold, with all of these tools and pieces, with a real team and a real NFL head coach. So just the 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 psychological value of like just like the conversation we're having. Do we really have to worry about Sam Darnold coming here and causing more of a quarterback controversy than we've already had to deal with? I think I think, I think the the value with Sam Darnold psychologically is higher than any one of the other veterans because it's like you're bringing in a veteran quarterback just in case we both go down so that you're comfortable if you have to go out with your third string quarterback. But we're not worried about this guy actually coming in and thinking that he can be the starter. I think that once, once we get the numbers so we can see like exactly what the 49ers are actually going to be paying Donald. Yeah, that definitely helps. Because I'm kind of interested in, in that because the guarantee we we had this situation with, um, 
a quarterback last year, Sudfield. We had this um, situation with him as well that we we thought that that 49ers were going to keep him because we had signed him to this deal. And voila, we didn't. So I just want to know like what these numbers are because like I said, if 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 the if the guarantee right is 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 like a, a brushing the dirt off the shoulder. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Right. From from a player. Yeah. Right. If that guarantee don't really hit them in the pockets like that. So yeah, right. you're right. We kind of gotta wait on that. Yeah. But look, this 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 doesn't <laughs> we're we're talking about the possibility of the 49ers getting trading Trey for him. Because if you don't trade Trey, he just on your depth chart as the possible second, third string quarterback. That's what you're saying. Which, which everybody, I think everybody wants that, but y'all don't even want him to be the starting quarterback. So what the fuck? Like at the end of the day, the reason why he's struggling is because the kid can't play football. It's the only reason why. Yeah. So I feel like if he's not playing, you're never going to see him do anything. And when he comes in the game, he's probably going to fuck up. Because he hasn't had any playing time. I just want Trey to play play football. That's, I think that's what it is. I want him to get traded because I want him to play some fucking football and put this league on the map. That's what I want. I wish it can be for the 49ers. I just think with the signing of Sam Darnold, and I don't think he, he could be great, but with the signing of him, I think he might come in here and have that mentality where he could do some things. And that's going to be a little bit more difficult because now you're waiting on Brock to recoup. Brock might be fine come week one. <laughs> now what are we talking about? And Trey's ready to go week one. And Sam Darnold busts his ass, and he's ready to go week one. It's going to be the most interesting story yeah. I've ever seen and in my a, life. And, that, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a good problem to have, right? Because at the end of the year, uh, Jimmy goes down, right? We don't have Trey. He's out for the season. Jimmy goes down. He's supposedly out for the season. Now we're at Brock, and the only other option that we have to bring in is Josh Johnson. Brock goes down in the most important game of if our you bring season. In Josh Johnson, and now Josh Johnson has to come in. And now we're like, oh, we couldn't sign anybody up. And this is the problem that I have sometimes with the fan base. It's it, everything is in hindsight. So, like, you couldn't stand us signing Josh Johnson and, like, oh, there aren't any better options. You, you obviously signed him knowing that he might have to play. And then he plays and he looks like this. Well, now they get a better option. Because Sam Darnold is definitely better than Josh Johnson. And then uh, some people are having an issue with it. I think if Sam is, if Sam, like you said, even if his one year deal and the guaranteed money is something that, you know, if he comes in and doesn't show us anything, Mm -hmm. we can cut him and then maybe go get an Andy Dalton or maybe go get a a Cooper Rush or somebody like that or whatever other veteran may be out there, then cool. But if he comes in, on that very, very cheap deal mm-hmm. and shows us that he wants to be here and that he belongs here and that he's earned his spot to be here. And like you said, if we got three quarterbacks ready to go week one, that is a very, very good problem to have. All right. We'll see what happens, man. Look, like you, at, at the beginning of this, Trey Lance, like we said, the ball is in his court. He just has to go out there and not let anybody take his job. I, I think that's what it comes down to, you know, and, and, it's kind of like he has to make the 49ers believe. And if you want to ask me why I'm saying that, it's because John Lynch specifically said we got to find a way to get him out there on the field. If he didn't say we got to find a way, hear me out. 
we got to find out how to get him on the field. What do you mean you got to find out how to get him on the field? What the hell does that mean, John? That's the issue. So for those that are misinterpreting or not hearing what John said in the press conference after he just bigged up Trey Lance. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, man, great kid, smart kid. This is that in the third. This is that. And then we got to find a way he's got. He's number one thing he's got to do is find a way to stay healthy. And we got to find out how to get him on the field. That's 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 not assuring me that Trey Lance is going to get his opportunity which all I want is for the kid to come out here and prove everybody wrong. He ain't got to prove me wrong. I already know what he's going to be able to do. The question is, you just brought in another competitive aspect, which is cool. Competition is good. Iron sharpens iron. I'm all for that. But damn, 25 years old, former third-round pick, pay attention to the the language. Pay attention to the to, to the stuff outside of just stats. See, he's ghost. <laughs> and, and listen, I honestly, I, I we all we, we talk about it all the time. John Lynch is media trained. And I remember you talking about this on the Wayne Breezy show. I honestly believe that we was a he. He just couldn't say that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He couldn't say he needs to find a way to mm-hmm. get on the field. Oh, of course. So mm-hmm. he flipped it to we, we need we. to find a way to get him on the yes. field. But that that was really a he. Like, I believe that too. We're giving you every opportunity here to compete mm-hmm. and get on the field. You got to take it. Yeah. You got to take it. I Look, I agree. Uh, I, and I don't dislike the Sam Darnold signing. I, I knew he was out there. They threw, I, can I be honest? They threw me for a fucking curveball, bro. Well, the moment they said I'm getting a veteran quarterback, I immediately thought it was one of those older guys. Yep, me too. <laughs> Except for Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. But, yeah, I, I really thought they were waiting on Matt Ryan to be released. Yeah, Maybe, uh, like I really thought they were going to get a savvy vet, which meant that they were going to still be all in on Trey. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. this just means a little something different when you a bring in a 25 year old competitive guy that wants to play football. That's the, that's what I'm trying to say. Is there's something in this? They can they can look the 49ers can fix all this shit. And trade whoever they need to trade. Just go get Lamar Jackson, and then they'll be in the Super Bowl probably every year. I am letting you guys know right now, mm-hmm. without any qualms whatsoever, that Sam Donald was not expecting to be quarterback three on this San Francisco 49er team. Point. I'm letting not you know that right now. Not at all. That's He's, not. Not. He's coming. Honestly, honestly, I think I wrote this down in uh in the, the Discord. He's gonna feel like he's back at USC. He's home. I'm telling he's you, he's back home he in California. Not expecting it, and he's got the weapons that he had at USC. He's got a running back that can do everything. Done that. He's got a wide receiver that can do everything. He's got a tight end that can stretch the field. He's got another right wide receiver who's turning into a route god. God, like he's got an uh, Trent Williams on his offensive line, and we're still adding to that offensive line to make it better. And now he has the number one defense that just got better because now we can affect the passer up the middle. Like Sam Darnold's going to feel like he's back at USC just throwing a rock all over the field. He's going to come in with a different hunger. Peaches was 1,000% correct. He's going to be on his snicker game. I'm telling you right now, and you know what? I'm here for it. Why? More content. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, 
if Sam Darnold's out there doing great, I'm like, yeah, told y'all, like that's the problem. <laughs> that Mo said it's a problem. That's the problem. <laughs> Why are we gonna be talking about where was Trey Lance gonna be? Oh, we should just trade him. We're not gonna use him. Like, then you better trade him when you get something before this draft. Because if not, you're looking into next year. You know what I'm saying? It, like I said, at the end of the day, yo, it just sucks because for me, man, I want Trey Lance to play for the 49ers. And I want him to get that shot. Like I want him. He got this. He he got the shot last year. He ended up getting injured week two. Can he can he come back out here and 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 show that he's 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 gotten better? He's matured. He can make better decisions. He can complete the short passes. I'm, I'm, that's what he needs to work on. I don't think his accuracy deep is the issue. Is is never never really is. He's gonna be able to get the ball down the field. It's a good touch on the ball going down the field. I just think. The way the 49ers run their offense, is he no longer a fit because of what Brock Purdy did? Hit why they went and got Sam Darnold, not any of these other quarterbacks. I'm just, mm-hmm. just looks a little bit weird, but thanks to the super chat contributions, and then we'll get up out of here, man. Yep. Uh, what a day! What a day for the 49ers and free I agents. All right. What a day for the 49ers and free agency. Uh, we'll probably recap some of these due to the contributions that are in. Thank y'all so much for the super chat contributions. We'll go ahead and get to them now. We'll start with my man Nick. Peachy, you could do the readings. I'll do All the right. ball game. Okay. And Nick, thank you for the super chat. Let's go. It's a great day to be a Niners fan, family. It truly is. It truly, truly, yes, truly it is. is. The 49ers are stocking up definitely on that defense. Um, this is I'm curious to figure out like that draft. Uh, most you do a lot of mock drafting. Mm-hmm. Are, are you are you going more offensive line on your next mock draft? I'm just curious to know. It depends on who's on the board. Yeah. Because we, we 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 still haven't – I mean, we kind of addressed it, um, but we haven't heard what we're doing with Jimmy Ward. Um, and we, we did bring uh, T. Gip back. But like I said, I, I think T. Gip is an insurance policy. I don't think he's – to me, just personally, I, I wouldn't want him as, you know, the bona fide starter. Why not? So you got a guy. All right, let's talk about that real quick. You got a guy that led the team in interceptions. Mm-hmm. All right. He led the team in run rush defensive. He had the highest rush defensive grade in the league. Never mind led the team. When it comes to run stopping, he's the safety. We we talked about how much we love Jimmy Ward for his tackling, but Deshaun Gibson was better. Mm-hmm. Damn. The only thing I feel like he don't have going for him, Peachy, correct me if I'm wrong, is his age. Is that what you're most concerned about, Mose? Yeah, age and you know his body starting to break down. You know, the the type of football he plays is a physical, violent brand of football, right? So he's already you know up in age. He was never a burner, so in spots where we have to count on him to play coverage, he's not the best option in coverage. So if we can get somebody younger. And obviously, you know, we're not drafting in the first round, so we're not going out and getting a guy like Brian Branch who can come in and start day one. But if we can get a guy who's younger and maybe we can spell, um, maybe give the young guy some snaps to kind of get it, get his his feet wet and, and get a feeling for how the NFL is and how fast the game is and use the our young guy on situations that we know is a passing down, 
um, then, you know, maybe we draft somebody young and we just start to develop and build them up. This is a, a, a pretty, pretty deep safety class. There's about three or four safeties that, you know, I love that we could get in the third round or later. Um, so yeah, it's for me, uh, it depends, you know, if, if my offensive tackle is there, um, then, you know, I might go offensive tackle. If, if my safety and my offensive tackle are there, then it'll have to be a conversation of, you know, what have we done, you know, up until this point when we get to the draft in free agency, um, and what position is more of a need at the moment. So, um, we'll just have to see how those mock drafts continue to shake out. All right. And Miss Debbie, thank you. She says 210 watching, 96 likes. Come on, y'all. Hit the like button. See, right, made Miss Debbie like stay some. She, come you on know, now. hit that like button now. All right. Now, the reason why I asked most that question next week uh, here, we're going to put together our nitty gritty Niners talk big board. I believe all four of us will be here hopefully next Monday. And we're going to spend the whole episode free agency, but kind of like had dwindled down a little bit. You know, we'll talk about the latest signings and whatnot, but we're going to put together the big board for the draft. So each one of us is going to have about 25 players, and we're going to put together our top 100 players that the 49ers should target in the draft. My man E, what's going on, baby? Thank you, Eric. What if Bosa got incentives, 50 to 100K per set? Damn. I mean, he's easily making an additional million dollars off of that. <laughs> he's that, at least getting 10 sacks. Exactly. Minimum, minimum 10 sacks, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. Um, so this that's a good question, though, E, because like we haven't even talked about his restructure. I mean, not restructure, his extension. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's gonna happen sometime this year. Yep. Right. July, August, probably. Bosa will be the highest paid defensive uh player in the league. Um, but you know what E I wouldn't be surprised if they throw some type of incentives in there if if he gets all pro again if he gets a defensive uh, player of the year again like we're talking heavy incentives those those are the things that makes players go out there and just you know go above the, the extra mile taking care of their body getting proper rest making sure they eat properly go home after a game don't go out like have a designated drive it'd be them little silly incentives and so it's a possibility that they do something like that but i can tell you right now bosa is trying to get he's trying to get the bank uh hmm. he's trying to get a couple of banks now that i think about it but e, i appreciate the contribution all right man let's go to the next one all right, Jacqueline Knox in the building. Thank you, Jacqueline. Hey guys, have a great show. Yeah, I think the show was pretty damn great. Yes, it was uh, awesome. We made people mad. This that we we hit the nail on the head. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> and I hope we making people happy. Thank you, Jacqueline. For the All, right. Super <laughs> All right, we're gonna end. I think this is the last one we have. My man Jaguayo fifty six. Thank you, Megan Smith. Smith, 63. Mitch, Michigan, um, Michigan. Oh, I'm sorry. Megan Smith, Michigan, six three three hundred thirty seven. Moro Ojobo, Texas, six two two ninety five. So you know, I have both of these, both of these defensive tackles on on my on my big board, right? So he talked about Mozzie Smith, yep. from Michigan, big kid. 6'3", 337, didn't test at the combine. He did do the bench press, though, and he had the highest bench press for the defensive lineman. Moral Jobo, 
I don't know why I love this kid. I, I just, he, he's just built like an interior guy. Uh, we had John Chapman talk about him and Keandre Colborn, another prospect out of Texas, uh, another interior guy. You got a guy that he's, Colborn's more your your true nose tackle, your one tech. He can play possibly some of the three. A Jobo can play three, and he can line up on the outside. When you think Moral Jobo, think Charles Aminahu, who also went to Texas. Go figure. Uh, <laughs> so uh, these are two guys I have on there. But if the 49ers, if Mozzie Smith is at pick 99. Mm-hmm. Gotta get him. Gotta there's get him. no way you pay. I don't give a fuck what we paid Gotta uh, get him. Hargrave. I don't care what we're paying him. You will have a problem in the middle for years to come. Mm. Mm. I'm just going to say it like that. Yeah. Just, I'm just going to say it. And I know people, all, I know Kylie probably talking about old breezy, these Michigan players. <laughs> Shut up, Kylie. Ain't no, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something. Let me explain something. I need the 49ers one, just one year. One year, get in the position to draft wide receivers from Ohio State. I've been dying for an Ohio State wide receiver since I I was two. Can we please, at some point, draft a wide receiver from Ohio State? They are always the top wide receivers in the league. They ball out. I mean, no different this year. They do. Jackson Smith Nigba will be going very, very high. He's 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 not the the top wide. No, receiver. he's not the top one, but he's. But, but, but let me tell you what he's top at. <laughs> he's the best slot receiver in the league, and, mm-hmm. and coming out into the draft. And I'm sorry if I, I don't need a number one. That better be your first target because he he's can a, get he's the best route. He's the he's best route runner in the class. Runner in the draft. Hands and when you talk when you talk about the route runners in the league, the DeAndre Hopkins, the Devontae Adams. <laughs> The Keenan None Allens. Of None of them dudes ran 4-4. Nope. And now the Brandon Ayukes. I feel like he's in the top five. Yeah. And so you gotta you gotta look at what he he had more, he had better stats than Alave last year. Last year. And I thought Alave was was a problem when he came out of Ohio State when he went to the Saints. Oh yeah, Kelly, no doubt. When Marvin Harrison Jr. comes out, yeah, he's, he's probably yeah, gonna he's, be the number he, one. He's gonna be number one. He yeah. is. So For amazing. Some, I just I just don't we're never in the position. Ever. Nope. Nope. Just never. We're Ooh. always drafting trenches and then we find makeshift guys. We won't oh. we, um we won't get Marvin Harrison Jr. because he'll be the top one that comes he'll out. Be, he, he's so amazing. Oh goodness. He'll 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 be gone. He'll be gone, even though Michigan stopped his ass. But he'll be gone. Uh, you know, we, we found a way to put a plug in him. Uh, but listen, man, what a great show. Moe's, Peachy, I appreciate you always. Nitty Gritty Niners crew is here. Fair, I seen you in the chat, bro. Sorry yeah. that you're we love you, fair. lost. Uh, you know, I see William Roberts. A lot of people saying Sidney Brown. He's my top safety. Uh, and then you got the kid Robinson from uh, Florida State. Those would be my ones and twos. And then from there, yeah, there's, there's plenty. There's Daniel Scott. There's a bunch of guys you could get, I think, a little bit later in the draft. I see people talking about Ronnie Hickman from Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's another person. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's my dude. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think any 49er fans. <laughs> no, don't do that, please. I, I, would, I wouldn't want to trade Trey Lance. I'm just saying. No. It I happen. think he just interested to see the numbers. 
Oh, that it'll say hundred percent because people could because people could vote in the poll anonymously. Well, should we do a quick poll? Hello. I mean, we got we got one hundred eighty five in here. So I think while turn out. while you're putting that together, Callie, I want you to know that Breezy and I feel your pain about the NCAA amends for your college not making it to the thing. Uh-oh. And and I'm sorry that UNC is catching so much flack because they decided to go home instead of participating <laughs> in the NIT tournament. Yo, oh, UNC sucks. didn't want to go to the NIT. No. It was like, nah, we good. It was like, nah, we good. They are getting... They are getting lambasted and roasted wow. about not going. UNC hasn't made the tournament. Maybe like but, the first time in like sixty years. It's been a long time since they haven't. Um, for nice. us, like it's been since twenty seventeen. Like so, nice. that was the last time that we did was twenty seventeen. Are, so. are the brackets due tomorrow for March Madness? No, I thought it was, but it's not. I I think it starts Thursday. Okay, so get your brackets yes. in. If you guys join the Discord, uh, 49er Media is putting together a bracket mm-hmm. league-ish kind of thingy. Make yep. sure you join it. I need you to put that up there, Asha. I need that in there so I could go ahead and join it. It's going to be really cool. Uh, Fear to God says UConn. Yo, if UConn play like they did the other night, they ain't winning shit. <laughs> and they got to play a whole lot there. Yo, I was pissed. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what is wrong with them? I hope the girls win it all, though. But it's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be tough. Girls, all freshmen. Uh, so the poll is in there. You, you, you would not believe this unanimous voting bullcrap. Now, come on, guys, get y'all votes in. We're gonna let this last for another, uh, I would say, two minutes. Two minutes on the poll. All right, let me put my timer on. Right now, so, we got them. So votes. I'm. Um, I see people out there. I see some Bamas out there. Yeah, um, Bama looks good this Does year. Does Bama look that good? Bama, Bama looks they, pretty they good. They look all right, but I, I think but Bama's I a one-trick pony. I don't think you that know, Bama's going to make it all the way, though. Yeah, if you could if you could find a way to just slow down Miller, yeah. the, the offense is stagnant when he's not going. Hmm. Like, he opens it up for everybody else. So if I think you find a more veteran team that's more disciplined, and that can find a way to, to you're not going to stop him completely, but if you can limit him, uh, I, I think you know Bama can be one of those easy outs. Let, let I, I, is it? Am I the only one that likes the women's tournament better than the men's tournament? Nah, the women, the women, they get they get busy. I'm look, I'm looking, I'm looking for South Carolina to go back they to not, back. Are they ever gonna not? Sam lose? Clemson didn't make it. Yeah, Clemson's not in there. Kelly, I was laughing with you because the Buckeyes didn't make it either. That's why I said that me and Breezy feel your pain because our Big Ten teams didn't. I make didn't it. know people even watch Alabama basketball, Peachy and Mo. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. I mean, it 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 just started. Alabama basketball ain't never been this good. Yeah, it's never been. But right. one of the things of that I'm learning from, like three years ago or something like that. Yeah, one of the right. things that I'm learning from my son's uh, AAU coach is. Uh, there's so much. There's so many kids playing basketball right now, and because they it made it wide open, it's Steph Curry was shooting threes, and everybody want to shoot. There's so many kids playing basketball. There's so much talent, and now with the NIL deals, some of these schools that maybe couldn't get a top player because 
that top player was going to the Dukes and the UNCs of the world just because of the name and the stature. They're going to lesser schools because they're getting these NIL deals. So they're ah. going to schools. They get to be the man on campus and they getting a little bit of bread in their pockets, okay. knowing that they still go into the league anyway. So there's more parity in college basketball. Now you don't just have the Kentuckys, the Dukes and the UNC's that Kansas. got all the top players and yeah. the Kansases. Like now it's spread out like maybe five, 10 years ago, uh, Alabama kid Miller from Alabama. He would have been at Kansas or Duke yeah. or UNC. Now he goes to Alabama. Alabama is a one seed in the ACC. I mean, in the SEC. And now Alabama's on the map. Their football team's number one and a basketball team. Number one. Like, yo, what is this about? Gotcha. All right. So Nick, Nick put up something. He says, yo, it's 57 votes and it's 174 people up in here. And so wait, so y'all don't got y'all don't got the votes up and y'all don't got the likes up. So so but well, you know what? That's not it. They, you know what? They're scared to vote because they know exactly <laughs> that. Yup, I'm gonna leave it at that. You scared motherfucker. <laughs> I already know. And it's unanimous. Everybody don't make no money. Come on, it's y'all. It's anonymous. I can't even tell who it is. Right. right. You know? That was the whole point. It doesn't even show up there. Oh, I'm sorry, Sim. My bad. He meant clips in football. And right, he said so- that his team is UCLA. I'm ending the voting because I got to go eat because it's late. It's, it's, yep. it's 80, 85% says no. 15% says yes. So there are some people that feel, you know, I thought we would have got a hundred percent no's, but there are oh, 15, no. 15% of the votes feel like, <laughs> Hey man, if, yeah, if no. that, uh, if the right deal presents itself, you know, and, and people keep forgetting that the 49ers, are like the best organization in football. They always look out for their players. You want to go somewhere? It's no different than like a, uh, a player requesting a trade. And if they like you, they're going to be like, all right, man, tell me where you want to go. Let's see if we can set something up. Let's see if we can work something out. You know what I'm saying? So it's a possibility. It's 14% is Bomber Teen and Burner. <laughs> Guys, it's been a real one, man. Oh, we'll be back next Monday, same time, same place. Next Monday, we're going to be doing the big board, talking about the latest in free agency. I never even came close to Siri. I don't even know what you're talking about. We'll, we'll break that down, man. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Stay up, stay faithful. Always keep it nitty gritty, y'all. We out, y'all. Peace out.